0: Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Marco and I'm playing Satan. We're already dead. Is
1: there some way to take the talkative dude out still?
0: I'll take care of it later.
1: The old man raises his finger at Satan.
0: Give me.
1: Ujalan. Me? I'm not Ujalan. Fucking talk
0: about my family one more time. But, mom, please, I I want to be with you, though, and dad.
1: Go to bed. What? But
0: the, he's a bad guy.
1: Amaru, we have to go. Who's, who's Amaru? A shot rings out, and you feel a searing pain in your stomach. You look down, and you notice there's a bullet hole in your torso. And then within seconds, your vision begins to blur, and you start to feel woozy, and you fall unconscious.
0: You want ujalin? I'll fucking give you ujalin.
1: hello and welcome to roll call we're here to talk about some character stuff do a couple of roles and just have an all-around great time i'm here with satan aka my friend marco hey what's up that's me love that pause before like you forgot that you're supposed to say something yeah i was getting there
0: I had to make sure I'm not in Satan mode and actually talk this time. Cause I know my right. character doesn't talk very much.
1: <laughs> Marco, if you want to kind of give a brief introduction on your character as well as yourself.
0: Um, we well, yeah, I guess for starters, yeah, like Satan, the name itself is a Filipino name. It's one of the Filipino gods, actually the God of like the dead or underworlds so If you couldn't already tell it kind of derived from the name Satan. Um,
1: so that's that was that. There goes our Christian uh, I listeners. It. Was it what? There goes our Christian listeners, right there. Oh yeah, Good I'm job. also Catholic, so don't worry. <laughs> oh, never mind. I hear them coming back.
0: <laughs> Very loosely Catholic, but yes, yes. And there they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when you when you uh kind of give us the freedom to create whatever kind of character, I, it's usually like the struggle that I have with like, oh, I can do whatever I want. Then I'll just immediately have a writer's block and not know what to do. So my my first go-to was like to turn towards my own culture to see what I could pull from that and Satan came out of it.
1: Oh yeah. Thanks uh, for being here. I'm gonna say right now, we might as well just do a roll real quick, just to kinda get the get the silly questions going. So we're just gonna roll this D4 twice. And I'm Please. gonna ask you two questions. This is a new format that we're still trying out. So. <laughs> Okay, I rolled a one and a two. So, Marco, Sutan, what's your favorite food? Ooh,
0: anything egg based. I love like omelets, boiled eggs, raw eggs, like shit. It's anything egg based, I love. Do you eat raw eggs? No, no, not raw, but like, you know, like if you have sunny side up eggs where it's like really runny, yeah, I enjoy that texture.
1: I was about to say, there's a big difference between raw eggs and sunny-side-up eggs. Also, is this coming from, like, Satan as your character, or you?
0: Uh, definitely coming from me, but if it was in Satan's point of view, then, I mean, like, Satan is, to a certain extent, an extension of me, so I would say it would also be his as well.
1: Ah, okay. Okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. So, like, Satan just like sunny-side-up eggs, Yeah, like you know,
0: you can take runny eggs. You can take them hard boiled. You know, powdery yolks, kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Tell me more.
0: This is gonna get very sexual (laughs) to (laughs) move on this question.
1: So, what is your favorite color? What is Satan's favorite color?
0: That would be where we split. Uh, So mine would be like more blue. I guess more like a, uh, like a cobalt blue. Okay. Yeah, whereas Satan's, I would imagine his would be more like a deep red, like a like a red orange.
1: Oh, I, I dig that. I dig that a lot. Why red and orange though?
0: mm it closely resembles the color of flames, possibly, and I think that's something he would have gotten accustomed to when he was growing up. <laughs>
1: um, when your character is bored, what do they like to do? When they're bored. I know you all haven't had like a lot of downtime throughout this session uh, or the past sessions, but well, that they know of for right now. Um, hmm. But on our most recent downtime, you just kind of still did that loner vibe, sat by yourself, didn't really do too much. You might've tried to do something with magic, but once again, your rogue, you didn't pick magic. So
0: well, being the loner that he is and if I were to put myself in his boots then um uh, probably just like you know whatever's around him just whittle, whittle away with it with his dagger you know like a random stick sharpen it up or not hmm. uh you know chisel away at a rock whatever just you know just small things to keep him busy keep the hands busy
1: keep you keep your hands busy and not think about your past
0: most likely yeah because you know he's he is stuck in with a group that he did not really us uh, you know sign up to be a part of, uh, other than you know having Robert alongside him, which is comforting, which is fine. Uh, but he does keep to himself for the most part. Tries not to think too much, otherwise you know those intrusive thoughts will kind of take over, which is not really a place that anyone wants to explore, at least even so for ton.
1: So how would you like to explore that
0: how would I like to explore them these
1: explore those intrusive thoughts he how would you like to this is your character this is collective and collaborative storytelling so it's mm-hmm. not up to me it's also like up to you on certain things like what would be like areas or activities that you want to explore deeper um we know that, in your like last vision slash dream that Dorma gave you, that hey, you were your last time you saw your mom, your dad was with your mom. Um, you saw a strange man in a weird sort of jacket. Um, oh, things yeah. like that. Uh, Brutus, a classmate of yours, uh, might be a returning figure. Um, for all we know, so yeah, like. What interesting. Honestly, yeah, I think
0: I think that would be interesting if Brutus did come back, especially as like maybe a, another major character for the entire campaign and not just for Satan's storyline.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, so like going back to what you originally said, like how can we access those or at least maybe trigger those intrusive thoughts? Um, I feel like there was like slightly almost a breaking point in Satan uh, on the last fight against the old man where you called him an ujalan there was like almost a breaking point in that part to satan where everyone kind of seemed surprised like what the what the hell what the hell was that or satan is like oh you want ujalan i'll give you ujalan and i think robert and uh dizzy were also kind of like surprised at that remark before attacking him
1: Hmm. cool cool well I think we're going to move on. So now we're going to D six. So I'm going to roll a couple of D sixes for you. I rolled a two. I rolled a five and then I rolled another five. So we're going to reroll one of those fives. Okay. So now I rolled a two, a five and a four. So we're going to go with the lowest number first. What does your character look like? What is their race? And what is their height? Give us all the features that you can possibly give us.
0: No, oh, easy. Um, yeah. So to start with, with his race, uh, he is a human, and the way I envision him, uh, I guess like feature wise and all that, um, he he is he is Filipino, um, not exactly the same image. as... I don't know if these viewers are ever going to see like our um webcams and videos. They want to see what we look like. He's going to be more like rough looking version of me, whereas like the real life version of me is more baby face. <laughs> Yeah. I always had this vision of like, oh, I wanna have like this badass nice trim looking beard that like outlines my jaw kind of thing. But not not to the sense where it's like he looks like a complete Chad, <laughs> but more like uh slightly rough ish, uh, but still trim enough to where like he's you know, maybe a little bit more good looking, but definitely more um, you know, like he has a hood covering his head most of the time. Um Head down, usually dark clothing, so like a like a emo boy, e kind of kind of vibe, minus the long hair. He still has like short wavy hair and like a quiff kind of style. With um,
1: what's a quiff? A quiff. Uh, it's
0: more like, or like the size of your head, or shaved uh shorter, and you leave the top part of your head a little bit longer, so your hair kind of like shoots forward and up a little bit.
1: A piggydo. Like a Pidgeotto haircut?
0: Pijito, I don't know what that looks like. You don't um, know the
1: Pokemon Pidgeotto?
0: Oh, that. Doesn't doesn't
1: that hair go back?
0: Like slick back a little bit?
1: Dude, I don't know. I don't have white people hair. I don't understand that. <laughs> Wait, P- Pidgeotto, right? Yeah, Marco, newsflash. I'm a black person. <laughs> well, thanks for an update there. We don't, <laughs> we don't have quips or whatever the fuck you just called it. <laughs>
0: Oh no, no, not 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 like that. Um, like the Chainsmokers, like one of the, one of one of the guys. I don't like the
1: Chainsmokers, so you gotta try again.
0: Okay, well, aside from your musical taste, do you know what they look like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll look it up right now, though. Oh, oh, oh! This is like stereotypical, like tw- twenty twenty three haircut.
0: Yeah, yeah, some something like that. Um, you know, but like the sides are a little bit more trim. And more hair going forward as
1: opposed to the side. Gonna put one of the chain smokers in the show notes. Go for it. I don't know who is that <laughs> gonna be for, but go for it.
0: If you're gonna put one of them, it's gonna be Drew Taggart. That's that's the guy with the hair that I was envisioning. That's him.
1: Oh shit. Um cool. Anyway, uh <laughs> so number five wait. We skipped another number. Number four. What excites you most about this character?
0: So I will definitely say I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to his character progression and how his inner rage kind of evolves. Because obviously, he's you know, like from the very beginning, uh, when he was a child, he was like already pissed at literally everyone. And then it took Robert to come along and kind of knock that down a couple rungs. Uh, you know, he had to deal with the bully Brutus. It kind of like just fueled that anger even more. And then we kind of saw a hint of it during the battle with the old man. So some people got to see Satan tap into that a little bit, but I'd definitely like to see, you know, other people or situations kind of poke at that some more and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: So but before we move on to the next question, I have a personal question I want to ask. Mm-hmm. I know you're a music man of some sorts. Yes. Um, but if you could make a playlist top five playlists for Satan what would it be?
0: Mm, like artists or genre that I would use for artist him? Artists. Ooh, mm-hmm. so I did make a playlist. I think I told you that about this in the beginning. I had crafted a playlist that I used to kind of get myself into the mood for this character. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh what's his name? Uh Jasnez is one of them. He creates these like ethereal gung ho tuck type of vibe music.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, 'cause I'm also very big into electronic music, so that definitely is right up my alley, and that's what he produces. Um Apache is also another good one. He's does a lot of work with like orchestra, um, like very big grandeur type of vibes. Mm-hmm. So that was really fitting for this role play as well. Mm, I, think, I think one more good one that I can think of is probably The Under. Uh, I'm a big fan of like Trap and hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot. He, he's produced a lot of hip-hop beats. And, um, you know, it's one of those like, oh, let's get ready to, you know, get ready to fight, tend to fuck up some people kind of music. Um, so... That's kind of, like, the vibe that I would probably get Satan's playlist.
1: Okay. Other than any mystical attributes, um, what personality quirks does Satan embody?
0: What does he embody? Um, I think he's slowly... So, like... So, obviously, he is, he is very quiet. But I think he's slowly, like, adapting to some of the... Um, more goofy and playful characters like Bojan, obviously. Uh, Robert, he is a- accustomed to him, like poking fun at him and stuff, but I think in some of these later sessions, he's been kind of opening up a little bit and, you know, like opening up that shell, not being as shy and resenting towards the rest of the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, So, I, I don't know what word. It's not, not goofy or like silly. Like, it's like he is trying to, you know... Be more open, a little bit more extroverted, maybe if that's the word for it. An extroverted introvert,
1: so an amnivert,
0: yes, did not know that was a word, but yes,
1: yeah, it's basically in between, it's like directly mm. in between. So he's uh, he's being more compassionate and empathetic, maybe even sympathetic, yeah, yeah, wow. I'd say so. Wow, okay, okay, in his own little quiet, special way. I think we're going to move on to some D12s at this moment. Uh, but, you know, I also, I don't want this just to be a... Just... Ooh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to barrage... Bar, oh, I don't want to barrage... Is it barrage? Barade? Barrage? It's barrage, right? Barrage you with questions?
0: Barrage, yeah, barrage the word.
1: I don't know why that didn't sound right when I was going to say it originally, and I kept stopping, but yeah, I don't want to barrage you with questions. So, uh, if you have any questions for me, please, please, please ask them away as I roll the dice.
0: Hmm. I guess one question I would have for you is, where do you get inspiration for your voices? Um, Like, is it like music, or is it other characters that you kind of take influence from?
1: Yes, so that's honestly a really good question. Um, I get a variety of so part of some of these voices, like, are partially my own, um, where you you used to room with me, so you know that oh, yeah. I do some really goofy stuff. Sometimes I do, like, random goofy voices all the time. Um, sometimes I just talk in a dumb British accent, um, <laughs> just because I can. Um, so part of it's myself, part of it's, like, whatever I'm watching currently. So obviously, like... I'm not going to. Obviously, I've been watching the critical role series Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, um, yeah. I obviously listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. Shout out to the No Sleep podcast. I love listening to them all the time. Um, there is a Atticus Jackson. He has such a great voice. And I've been trying to replicate that for the past couple of days just mm-hmm. to see if I can do it and put it in the podcast. I don't think I'll ever be able to replicate it completely. Um, And then, yeah, some of it's also just like random movies I watched and I'm like, oh, wow, I really do like this voice or I like this cadence. So Mm. I want to kind of replicate that. But that's mainly um, what happens um, when it comes to a voice. I'll think about it of like, cool, I need to leave it in here. Um, Like I just found a new crotchety old man voice that I need to re-listen to and practice on again. Yes, I Mm. practice my voices because I'm a dork.
0: Um, (laughs) honestly I think that's pretty cool like one like when we initially started this whole D&D thing the first thing that came to mind was voice acting and when I think of voice acting I thought of this other YouTuber called ProZD I don't know if you've heard of him he does like all these like really funny skits on YouTube of like uh, voice acting stuff and he doesn't like he has a really wide range of voices that he does and there's actually one video where he kind of breaks down how he comes up with voices and he'll like talk about like oh like different you know like minor details in the voice if he wants like raspiness is it supposed to sound like um some sense of grandeur to the voice are they like evil kind of thing so mm. yeah voice acting in general has just been really cool to me
1: yeah I, I i also love voice acting too um found out like a lot of like my favorite characters are practically played by the same person and it just wows me all the time mm. um One thing I would also like to say while we're talking about voices, you might notice that sometimes the voices are changing. Um, The old man's voice was all like hoarse, like he hasn't drank water in a couple of days. And then it got deep as shit randomly. That's because I finally thought I found a voice that would work. Um, I was, I'm still kind of working on it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Any other questions? I have to re-roll a couple too.
0: Gotcha. Uh, not so far. Go ahead and do those re rolls. We pump out the next question or so.
1: All right. So, while you're thinking about that, I have the first two rolls that are perfectly fine. So, first question How did your character die the first time?
0: How did I die the first time? Well, um, it was me and Robert or Bohem. And we were like, uh, I would say. I think it we're like Hitmen kind of thing. Hitman, Hitman, yeah. And we were basically like, we had killed everybody already, basically, that we wanted to, to hit. We, you know, made all the money off of them until eventually we were the ones that were, um, that we had the bounty on. And so eventually we were like, you know, fuck it. You know, we're, we're, we're just gonna do it ourselves. You know, we're not gonna let anyone else take, you know, do the honor of, uh, crossing our names off that bounty. So we ended up just killing ourselves. And we did that with the dragon's blood on my
1: blade. What is one thing your character cannot live without?
0: Ooh. That's kind of hard, honestly. One thing that he cannot live without. So this is another thing where I kind of like, you know, where Satan is an extension of me. So one thing that we probably cannot live without... He really doesn't really need anyone, because he's been so used to you know doing things on on his own. Um, uh, I don't know, food, I guess. Wow. Is <laughs> a necessity. Eggs? What's food? Yes, he eggs specifically. You
1: got a thing for eggs, dude.
0: <laughs> eggs are good, dude. It's it's you got your proteins in there and everything that you need.
1: Yeah, tell me more food facts. <laughs> Got
0: your protein. There. Well, oh you got your omega threes. That's good. That's Are good. you sure that's what's in chicken eggs? Yeah, oh in the in the yolks, you got your omega threes in there. Okay, what's next? Bro. Oh.
1: I'm gonna fact check this real quick. Yeah, keep going. Bro, go for it. <laughs> you love eggs, right? So I do
0: love eggs. Um, I don't know. They just taste good. Okay, and they 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 feel good. My mouth. You, you could probably scratch that out. I wow. don't know where else to. I don't it's know. Where, good in where my where mouth. Take that. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Like the texture
0: of eggs just feels great. You know, like it's it's not. I'm not picky when it comes to textures. Like it could be like gooey eggs. It could be powdery, hard boiled eggs.
1: There are powdery eggs.
0: Matter. You know, the point where you feel like hard boiled you know, the eggs so much that the yolk just becomes super solid, and if you overdo it, it becomes really powdery kind of thing. Some people don't like that. Um, yeah, I, hate
1: I really devil don't. Eggs.
0: Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that.
1: You know, actually, I'm not. I don't. I don't like that answer. So, it's <laughs> eggs. I get that. Any type of egg, but like, what would Satan's last meal be? Eggs. <laughs> I can't say anything. I'm, other going, than that. To, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> I'm going to smack you like Robert and Boyan do. <laughs> what type of like what meal with eggs would it be like do you want like ramen with eggs do you want eggs benedict do you want an omelet like what would satan want as his last meal if it Mm. were eggs
0: okay 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 uh last meal definitely a packed omelet like the whole like throw some mushrooms in there some cheese uh, you know black pepper jalapenos maybe for feeling spicy that day before we die you know that kind of thing okay so i, I think omelets are probably my favorite medium of eggs
1: like like a colorado omelet, basically
0: oh uh, what's what's the, like the colorado omelet like the one mm. you get at ihop oh like that uh, honestly yeah that's that's fine too or you can do it with the Japanese style where you have it folded over in several layers. You can do that, too. But also, that's a great way for me to segment you, like, why Satan probably likes eggs a lot. is because, you know, he was, like, super duper poor and eggs were probably, like the, like, the one thing that he could find in abundance. As, you know, as his city was getting raided and stuff, there were obviously a lot of farms. Eggs were the easiest thing that he could probably find. So that probably explains why he's, you know. Fond of eggs, and it, it's versatile. You can do a lot of things with
1: eggs. Oh, hundred percent. I hundred percent agree. Like eggs, staple, the best food out there. Probably the best protein out there. So right. many variety of ways to cook it. Like you can, they're just like a flavor like sponge, basically.
0: Yes, um, you can have it
1: whenever you want throughout the day. More, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, they go with really any meat pairing, or really any carb or vegetable pairing eggs they're the best thing on this planet damn eggs hey listeners it's me your dm taking a quick break from the episode to let you know that we are streaming on all podcast platforms wait i already know that well we know that you know that because you're listening to us but you know who doesn't know that your friends your family your dog yeah your dog likes D. Or your cat. I don't know what you have. Maybe you have a snake. I don't know. But anyway, so share this with your friends, your family, your dog. You know, let's boost this community. And then, while they're following the podcast, you take their phone, you make them follow us on TikTok, or Twitter, or Instagram, or one of the social medias. I don't know. I'm like 25. I'm old now, so... There might be a new one by the time this gets out. All links are in the show notes. Follow us there so that we can keep making content and you can have all the fun behind the scenes. Once again, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you soon. So moving on before we talk more about eggs for like another <laughs> 10 minutes. Um, what are your characters' strengths and weaknesses? How do they use these traits to their advantage in combat or other situations.
0: Hmm. Uh, his strengths. Uh, let me see. I mean, he's definitely focused on, like, what... Uh, I wouldn't say, like, he's, like, hyper-hyper-focused on, like, one thing particularly, but, like, if he has a goal in mind, he'll do whatever it takes to get that done. You know? So, um... Definitely focus is probably going to be one of his strengths. One of his weaknesses... Shit, I think I'm just describing myself at this point. One of his weaknesses is if he focuses on one thing, he might tunnel vision a little bit and f- purely focus on just that one thing.
1: Mm. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to say to that. I think I think that's just really good. I think...
0: Yeah, I think it's a very human thing to have. I mean, he's human, of human race, so... Origin? Origin, human origin, yeah. It's a gift and a curse.
1: Yeah, totally, 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 totally.
0: Your brain just hit an emergency loop on the word totally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I was just like reading, and I was just like, uh, fuck. (laughs) Um, Here we go. If your character could get to know anyone in the party more, who would it be? I think you already kind of answered this, but like, I kind of want to know why. Why Bojan?
0: Hmm, getting into Boyan more. Oh yeah, you I did mention. I didn't realize I did mention Boyan's name a lot. If there's someone else session. though,
1: please go ahead.
0: I mean, if anything, I would probably also say Sochiel, purely because of um what because because of the events that have happened in the the last couple episodes, where he had directly like worked with Ujalans, I think if I heard that correctly. Or he had a lot of like quarrels with Ujalans and uh that's definitely something Satan would be drawn to and like want to know more about. Because you know, he is there on the mission to hunt Ujjalans. So if he's gonna get any info from you know like maybe the whereabouts or what the Ujallans have been doing, uh whether in, in present or in past, then probably Shochil would probably be the best one to talk to.
1: I was about to say totally again. So. yeah totally oh here's a question you can answer while I'm rolling um satan morning a mm-hmm. uh, uh, night owl or a morning dove oh, oh
0: night owl for sure yeah something about the darkness is definitely more comforting
1: he's so emo
0: I'm actually answering that as Marco and satan I prefer the nighttime if and it feels it feels nice you know
1: Such a little emo goth boy. (laughs) Ooh, hey, Rosa19. Okay, cool. So, here we go. Does your character have any family members or loved ones who have been affected by dark magic or supernatural forces? How did they deal with this situation?
0: Ooh, probably his grandmother. Or if anyone listens to the solo podcast, we refer to her as Lola, which means grandmother in Filipino. Um... But yeah, I'd probably say her. Actually, funny story. I don't know if you remember the backstory that uh, I sent you like a long time ago, Jonathan. So like her last words, uh, the grandmother was, mm-hmm. Which translates to, I pity the evil, avenge the children my son. And you want to know the crazy part about that? Like why I whipped that out and put that in the lore? Mm-hmm. It's true. That's what my my that's very close to what my grandma's last words were before she passed away.
1: Whoa. Yeah. did not know that. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, metal.
0: Her. It is very metal. So like what she actually said, like n- not in the DD thing, but she says, like, oh, I pity the children of the future. Have mercy on them, is what the translation would have been. And that's what my mom told me. So that's actually where I got inspiration from for putting that in there. And thus giving Satan of more like a dark, uh, like bounty hunter for the evil people in this world kind of vibe. That's why he's so emo and you know, he's more dark uh, kind of thing.
1: Can I be honest with you? Yeah, bro, I love how you like put so much of like your culture and like part of who you are into this character. Like, I honestly would have never like known or guessed like any of that other than, like, the stuff I've already, like, asked you before, like, while we, like, partially had check-ins and, like, made uh, your character and me, like, asking your character. But other than that, like, that's mm. really cool, dude.
0: Yeah, no, dude, honestly, that's, like, I'm really proud of, you know, the whole cultural thingy. So I, I was like, oh, you know, might as well throw it in there. I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, I appreciate that.
1: I'm going to ask this question, but I'm still going to do a re-roll anyway uh, because you kind of went into it a little bit, I think. Um, does your character have any personal demons or psychological traumas that affect their behavior or decisions? How do they cope with these issues?
0: Uh, the lack of presence from his parents, and this is definitely covered in Satan's solo episode, uh, where uh, basically his parents are not really present a whole lot. Uh, he's mostly left to you know be taken care of by his grandmother and um throughout the episode he kind of just like longs to have you know his parents by his by his side but you know uh things happen one day they suddenly disappear he hears about how they're killed and stuff like that so uh that kind of builds up this like angst in this child eventually you know leading him to become a uh, a rogue uh, you know, just wanting to hunt out all the other bad people out there by himself. And I guess that's kind of how he kind of dealt with it. Um, Not the killing people part, but just more like um, you know, just, just being mad and then maybe taking out the anger on those that he feels like deserves it. That way you know, it's not like I guess it is illegal because he is <laughs> killing people, but he's doing it on those that he feels deserves it.
1: Oh, you're 100% a vigilante. Like,
0: Vigilante, that's yeah, the word for it. Y-
1: you are definitely not going with the grain of like normal society. It's like, no, due process and everything, especially since your character lived in, lived in Arcania. So mm-hmm. they're more or less, I guess, a more quote-unquote civilized or I guess modest and modern society while well, they're thinking about like, no, we have a legal process for a reason. We have laws to protect ourselves as well as keep order among like people, which c- can be good, but also sometimes people feel like they've been left out by that. Now, this next question, um, I know we don't really actually get to discuss this question too much. Um, or not discuss this question, but discuss this, this aspect too much. Um, your character personally has written down that they have an affliction um, when it comes to their leg. Um, mm. It's something that was supposed to kind of Mess with their stealth a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot about it. And we kind of overcame it recently. With yeah. the fact that. He kind of got a better boot. But tell me where you came up with that. And like why did you think. To give him some sort of affliction.
0: Um, yeah. So also this goes way back. Into Satan's lore. When he was a child. Um, when he was running away. Um, from this. uh thug, bad guy, pedophile kind of person. Um, When he was, when the was running away, uh, he stepped on this stray piece of uh, uh, shrapnel and it pierced through his foot. And as he was picked up by this brute, um, Satan was kind of like flailing around. I mean, he was like only like, what, maybe five or six at the time. But as he was flailing around, uh, he was like lifted up high enough in the air to where his foot was, like, just level with the guy's neck. You know, uh, also trigger warning for any gory details. I probably won't make this super gory. Oh,
1: trust, 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 trust. There's always a trigger warning for that whenever I DM.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, so basically the shrapnel that was in Satan's foot is eventually what just slices the guy's throat open and kills him. And that would kind of be Satan's first kill, although it was accidental. But that shrapnel is the, the reason why he had that boot. Um, so eventually, Robert, or Bohem, came across a ton. That's how they met for the first time, took care of him, got the shrapnel removed, and kind of crafted out this DIY boot that kind of helped with it. But of course, it's a very, very deep wound, so it kind of stuck with him. And it was supposed to, like you said, affect my, my stealth or dexterity until eventually we got a new boot that kind of helps uh, negate all of those effects.
1: Yeah, so, you know, bad part on my end, but don't worry, I have an injury table now, so I'll try to, like, get y'all hurt more often, and then you can deal with all the fun parts of having injuries. <laughs> um, Dope. I want y'all to deal with certain stuff and whatnot, partly because I want y'all just to get used to it. Um, This is, like, obviously... I know I say this a lot. This is like my first time DMing, my first, and uh, y'all's first time playing is, well, it might not be your first time completely playing as a character. Um, mm. I believe you have some experience in D&D already, but I wanted to try to bring as much to the table as possible for you all to experience uh, good and bad. But yeah, anyway, before I get into a nice long dialogue, next question. Does your character have any dark impulses or tendencies that could lead them down a dangerous path? How do they resist these urges?
0: Oof, is it a vengeful or a revengeful? So, like the the situation, I'm trying to think of is like, oh, if someone does something wrong to him, he'll do whatever he can to do whatever is equal to get back at that person, kind of thing. So, an is eye it vengeful? For an eye? eye for an eye, yeah. Now, I feel like that. Uh, me personally, I kind of agree with it, with that view, but in the d and d sense and you know, for satan's sake, I feel like that can be very dangerous for him because knowing that he will pursue whatever you know means possible to exact revenge on someone that could like potentially snowball into something else and maybe tapping into to those uh, intrusive thoughts that we talked about earlier, so I think that might be something to be concerned about hmm. for satan at least
1: okay. Something for me to exploit. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, does your character also have any personal secrets or hidden agendas that they might be keeping from others? What motivates them to keep these secrets?
0: Hmm. Secrets-wise, I don't think he has many, really, other than a traumatic past, obviously, which I feel like half of these characters also have. Um, see, Yeah, secrets, I don't think there's... There's really any. He does keep to himself anyways, so I wouldn't blame the other characters if they do suspect Satan to be hiding some secret agenda. Um I don't know if he did make it clear before, but like when Sibith gave him the mission of oh, fetch me the souls of the Ujalins, you know, hunt them down, whatnot. Uh this is Satan's uh, overall goal. Uh, So I guess that would be his agenda, although it might not be as secret, but yeah, that's what he's got going for him.
1: Mm. Okay. This is just a different one, but a very interesting one, partly because I think this will go a little bit into maybe the areas where we don't know too much about your backstory. Um, Mm -hmm. So what was your character's first love or crush like? How did it shape their attitudes towards romance?
0: It's actually something I didn't really
1: consider. Yet,
0: but I I guess maybe uh you know because ever since he was a kid he was more of the introvert so he never really had like a formal relationship then but he did have someone that he was like very very close to uh maybe he was like very close friends with them maybe wanted to become something more but never actually pursued it because you know he, he was a little too shy or he was afraid of losing that particular friend by wanting to take it a step further. And this would probably have happened during the era of, you know, being in school, Buddhists bullying him kind of thing. So around that time frame is when he would have had that potential love
1: interest, but kind of slipped away from him. Interesting. Yeah. What's your character's pet peeves? Has anyone like cross them yet? How would they react if they were encountered?
0: I'd say probably loitering or loitering. Sorry. Loitering. Around on like one particular topic or just in an area in general. So, probably just like if we're on a mission and he knows what we need to do, if people are sticking around far too long in one area or hounding on one topic for too long, he will get annoyed. So, usually he'll fix that for himself by just distancing himself easily.
1: Mm. Would your character just off or kill another character randomly if I don't know they get on their nerves or whatnot?
0: uh with satan as he is now i would say no they would have to have he would have to have a very good reason to kill that person he's not just gonna mindlessly kill someone just because they're getting on his nerves i mean obviously if they're you know trying to kill satan and getting on his nerves then yeah sure that's very much grounds (laughs) to erase them from the face of the earth but if they're just, like, annoying him, especially someone within the group, yeah, definitely not. He's not going to consider it. He'll think about it. You know, like, I guess, ooh, like, I just easily just, you know, hit him with a one-two with these daggers and boom, they're gone, but he's not going
1: to do that. Now, I noticed that uh, hmm, uh you're not super... Well, I wouldn't say that. I would say you're kind of dismissive on a lot of, like, non-player characters that you interact with, or maybe you mm-hmm. don't even interact with them at all. Um Is that kind of going back to, like, your just behaviors and not wanting to get too caught up in sort of conversation and getting away from that pet peeve?
0: I would say so. Probably, yeah. Like, he has a mission, and he knows. He just wants to get answers on, like, what to do. So I think the only other time he would probably interact with any of the NPCs is if he hears something that would, like, potentially help him find... Like Dujalins or any higher ranking people that he could, you know, get get his hands on basically. So, whatever would help him on his mission, that's all he's interested in
1: talking about at the moment. Mm. Okay. And I know your mission is to bring down basically any Ujalin that steps in your way. Mm -hmm. But if there was like one Ujalin that you'd be wanting to gun for, who would it be? Mm. Hmm. And to give a little bit well, of background before you answer, like for the for the listeners, because they don't know this yet. Um, yeah. where we're at currently, we do know a couple of Ujones names right now. Um, we have tofton who is a scientist. Uh, we have possibly the ancestral, or uh, not ancestors, uh, ancestral the ancestors of Brutus. Um, since some time has passed now, and Brutus might be dead or he might be alive. Um, as well as we know that there is a king or leader of um, the Ujjalin's, King Datu, um, from what we've heard and mumblings and rumblings around so far. Sorry for interrupting.
0: No, no, you're good. I mean, that's good info because I might have forgotten half of that. Yeah, wow. Probably. <laughs> Everyone probably. shame him. <laughs> Insert the booing soundbite in there. Yeah, yeah, do, do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably the King Datu that you mentioned. Probably him. Um, but really, any high-ranking official or like anyone that would have worked, uh, closely with his parents. Oh, I don't think we covered this yet, though. But like. Potentially, one of his parents might be Ujalin. So I think that's something that he Satan might not have like realized, but um, probably once, eventually, when he does find that out, actually, when he does find that out, um, he's probably gonna have to gun for you know whoever they worked with. Mm. You know, they might potentially might be responsible for their death, if they are dead.
1: Well, Satan, I want to thank you. Marco, I want to thank you for uh, being here. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Let me um, chew the fat on your character. There we go. I was really about to fuck that up. Uh, (laughs) Is there any closing questions? This will be very vague, but... What are your
0: plans looking like for Satan in future sessions?
1: That is a good question. And I... So the fun parts about being a DM, I'd like to say, is that if you were to like to come to my side and see what I have written down, I have like maybe ideas of like what I want to do, what I want people to go through and things like that. Um, for me, I have the final fight between you and the leader of the Jalins. I have that already mapped out in my head. I possibly have an area where you might come across Brutus. I don't. I don't really know too much or how I really want to address that yet. There is one thing that I think, I don't know if this is a spoiler per se on the campaign or not, but some people might just recognize you every now and then. So I I do have a couple of ideas for that and how that might happen. And I do think I will have some breadcrumbs to help you have a realization on like your family Mm -hmm. lineage a little bit. So
0: yeah, that would be major. So yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, I think the fun thing about being a DM is like, yeah, you you can write a story in your head and some peaceful advice that I've I've heard from like a couple of people on TikTok as well as um, other sources like Bradley Mulligan is like, hey, what you have in your head is different, for, completely different from what is going on in someone else's head right now. So hmm. you might have a completely different track or idea or storyline that you're playing throughout your head that might not match mine. And this is why I always say like it's collaborative. So, after a session, before a session, during a session, if you feel like something doesn't really track with your character, um once again, giving you the opportunity to speak and be like, "Actually, no, I don't think that makes sense." Um or really having the opportunity to um to really surprise me and come to me and be like, "Hey, so Here's some things I was thinking about my character and my background that you might not know, but I want to like kind of tell you and show you so then you can possibly, possibly use that for fodder, possibly uh, just use or implement in like another session, um, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, yeah, if I were to answer your question flat, do I have plans uh, for your character? Yes. Are they set in stone? Only the big end fight um and that's just like a conversation basically that you would probably yeah. have before the fight um that's it
0: okay yeah that that's pretty fair i mean obviously there's like <clears throat> you know like you, you can't really predict like what everyone else is going to do that might you know dictate what happens in the in the campaign but yeah that that all makes sense though
1: and i think that's the fun part though and that's what like keeps me coming back I'd say. But once again I appreciate I appreciate 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 it that you're here. Really do love the fact that um you have so much thought and so much of you into your character. I think that's it's very special. Um and really ties you into this character a lot. Um and it just like it gives me joy that like you have like shared a little bit of yourself through this character to the listeners and whatnot. I'm going to let you go, but I want to thank the listeners once again for listening to another one of these roll calls. I know we don't have a session zero, so it's kind of like, oh, how can I get invested in these characters? And you all are kind of learning all at the same time as all these other characters are. This is how we let you connect some more. Tell us how you feel about it. Do you like it? What questions do you have? Maybe we can start having listeners submitted questions in the future. Anything you want to say? What's your favorite medium of exists What? Nothing. No, I, no, I actually heard you a little bit. Um, so yeah, no, tell us how you like your eggs. In fact, I think that's what this poll will be for this episode. How do you like your eggs? Do you like your medium rare eggs, as in your runny eggs? Do you like your eggs raw? Or do you like your eggs fully cooked? Do you like them scrambled? Ooh, scrambled a good one. But yeah, that'll be a separate discussion yeah. off the screen. <laughs> and maybe it won't be. Maybe in the next session, we'll just have a random egg corner. Egg Epiphany is what we could call it. (laughs) A fire pit talk just about eggs. Exactly. What egg are you? Ooh. Personality quiz? Yeah. Hope you all have a great night or morning or whenever you're listening to this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, bye. Let's move on.
0: This whole podcast is just eggs, in all caps, in the show
1: notes. Honestly, I kind of (laughs) want this to just be... This episode, we get to sit down and talk to Satan about eggs.